nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, Davy Crockett. I'm Lee. you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon. This is Don't Tread on America. Don Q, let's rock it out, come on! guys how's everybody doing out there today it is thursday december 14th 2023 oh <coughs> sorry about that just taking a sip there i just got done doing a ticker talker video it's uh what i started yesterday on the ticker talker is you know don't try all america on tiktok right we uh just do drink videos okay for the most part and i started yesterday i started the 12 drinks of christmas so, I'm going to do a drink every day up until Christmas for the 12 drinks of Christmas. If you are not already subscribed to the TikTok page, guys, do so. It's cool. It's funny. I make some good drinks. Check it out. Made a new drink today. John Collins. If you don't know what it is, go to the Ticker Talker. And it'll, I'll show you how to make it there. All right. Um, other than that, guys, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, guys, please make sure that you are sharing this with your friends and your your buddies and your your girlfriends and your your your, uh, your cousins and your uncles and your aunts and you know whoever whoever you think needs to hear this. And uh, most importantly, on top of sharing this, make sure that you are following the show. And uh, doesn't cost you anything. You don't have to pay. There's no Patreon, nothing like that. Just follow me, follow me, and I will guide you, my sons and daughters. And, uh, yeah, if you listen to us on Spotify or Apple, uh, if you could leave a rating and a review, preferably a five-star, if you feel so inclined, and a review, and I will read that on the air. And if you are on social media, guys, you can check us out at Facebook, Instagram, True, uh, True Social, and the Ticker Talker at Don't Tread on America. And uh, if you are not, or also on the X Twitter X machine at DTOM underscore 1775, 
And if you are not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. From any of those situations, you can message me directly if you have any questions, concerns, ideas, you know, whatever. And by all means, feel free to forward this and any other show that you listen to to any of the other podcasts that you might listen to. And uh, let them know that uh, Doc Q's ready. Let's do this. Come on. <laughs> and guys, please, if you would, don't forget about the DTOM store. Link is at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. You, if you live in America, if you live in a great, great country of America, you get uh, free shipping. If you do not, I'm sorry, but you do not get free shipping, but you can get 10% off. Use promo code DTOM, and you'll get 10% off. That's something. That's, you know, you get something, right? Um, check it out. You got a little bit of time left. You probably could order something today or tomorrow, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and you probably get it before Christmas. So check it out. So I got hoodies. I got T-shirts. I got bars, barwares. I got... License plate frames. I got all sorts of stuff on there. Check it out. Help the show. Help me help you help the show. All right. So I have an interesting topic that I've been wanting to talk about for a for a while now since I've been doing this show. And um, it's going to be about Christmas. Okay. And I, I just simply asked the question, why do we celebrate Jesus's birth on December 25th? And why do we celebrate why do we call it Christmas? Why is it why is it a holiday? And why is it on that day? Now, before we get into it, this isn't going to be uh just just stick with me. Okay? I I promise you one thing that is for sure. I'm not going to say anything in in Christ's name in vain or God, or, or anyone else for that matter. I just want to make some connecting of the dots of, of days, and why is it, why did, why was that day picked? And, uh, and I don't want to go into it any more than that. I'll, I'll get into it as we talk. So, around the world, now I wrote this long dissertation up, so just stick with me, guys. Around the world... Christians, Christians, anxious, anxious, if I could talk, we would be doing phenomenal. Around the world, Christians anxiously await the arrival of Christmas, a joyous day to celebrate the birth of Jesus. But more than two millennia after Jesus' momentous ministry, even Christians can't agree on his birthday. In Catholic and Protestant traditions, Christmas is celebrated on December 25th. While Orthodox Christians in countries like Russia, Greece, and Egypt celebrate Christmas on the January 6th or the 7th. Yet, according to historians and biblical scholars, even those traditional dates are debatable. The Bible's most detailed account of the Nativity is in the New Testament's Gospel of Luke, but even that order, orderly narrative completely are complete with highly specific references to Roman rulers, and a worldwide census fails to name a day, a month, or even a year for Jesus' birth. We have this um, modern obsession with dates and chronological order, but the gospel writers were much more interested in the theology than the chronology. Now, real quick... 
Um, the interesting thing about this, as I as I've been doing this research for the last couple of weeks, um, we tend to believe. Okay, when when you were a child, let's pretend you don't know anything about anything. Okay, and when you were a child, and you okay, it's the year uh, 1982 A.D. Right, or when you would look in history, oh, uh, 500 B.C. Right, and um. B.C., A.D., before Christ, after death, right? Um, those aren't necessarily precise, but you get the point. But we, we've always been led under the illusion that Jesus was born in year zero. When in all actuality, that's not correct. Because if you, if you ask questions, if, you, if you're so naive just to think, okay, that's what it is and that's what it is. But, you know... By by all accounts, Jesus lived to be in his 30s, right? So, is there a 30-some-odd-year gap between his birth and his death? Because you never have a, it's always a whatever year B.C. or a whatever year A.D. You understand what I'm saying? So, because he couldn't have died in the year 33 A.D. because he wasn't dead yet until he died, right? So, that would be year zero. Anyway. <laughs> that said, the best guess for the true date of Jesus' birth is actually somewhere in September. All right, that's all I got for you guys. There you have a great no joke. Based on a complex set of calculations related to the birth of John the Baptist, also mentioned in Luke. A fall date for Christmas makes sense when you consider that the shepherds were in the fields tending to their flocks. A sign of a mi of milder weather. By De uh, by December, the uh, Judean foothills outside of Bethlehem are cold enough to get snow. Ultimately, whether Jesus was born in December or September or even March doesn't change what the true meaning of Christmas is. But the debate over Jesus's real birthday shows just how difficult it is to place specific dates on ancient events. The popular theory that Christian chose December 25th to co-opt the pagan solstice festival of Sol Invictus is not based on strong evidence, but rather on a margin scribblings of an unnamed Syrian monk. In the 12th century, rather than accusing Christians of stealing the holiday, he was offering a theory of why Western churches quote-unquote moved Christmas from January to December. In fact, the first mention of the date Christ, of the date for Christmas was around 200 CE. That's um, Christ's existence. So that would have been 200 years after AD, I guess, essentially, for if you know, make it easy for you. And the early celebrations of it were around 250 to 300, a period when Christians were not borrowing heavily from pagan traditions of such an obvious character. According to the Biblical Archaeology Society, for centuries after Jesus' death, early Christians didn't pay much attention to his birthday. In those days, Christians were persecuted and even martyred for their faith, which led them to put an emphasis on Easter, when Jesus himself was a martyr on the cross but overcame death and was resurrected. It wasn't until the 3rd and 4th centuries that early Christian theologians put forth possible dates for Jesus' birth. 
And even then, those dates were related to Easter. In ancient times, there were traditions that lives of great men were connected to specific (laughs) times of year. Heroic figures often died in the same month and, in some cases, on the same day that they were born, obviously, years apart. In Jesus' case, it looks like ancient sources believe that he was either born or divinely conceived during Passover, the springtime Jewish holidays during which Jesus was later crucified. That would put, uh, there's some people that would, and I, I think I have this wrote down, but just, so you know how I go, you know how I am. But there are some people that would say his, his death would have been in March. So he would have died like March 25th. And obviously Easter is not on a specific date. Like Christmas is December 25th every year. Now the day might be, it might be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. But Easter is always on a different date. And it has to do with the, the uh, quarters of the moon and stuff like that. Uh, I can't, I don't remember exactly how it is, but it's so many moons after the new moon of, you know, whatever, Passover and stuff like that. But even then, Easter is not a specific, it's never a specific date, okay? If someone dies, whoever that someone is, whether it's Jesus or you or me, and you die March 25th, period. So every March 25th, that's when you died. So it's interesting how we even celebrate Easter, or the resurrection of Jesus, because it's never the same date. At least you could say, even if December 25th isn't his actual birthday, we celebrate it on the 25th every year. So that's where I get confused with Easter, too, because he died, or, you know, he was crucified, um, and then he, he resurrected three days later, and but it wasn't on a specific date it wasn't like oh he was crucified on march 25th and on the 28th he rose you know it wasn't like that um but nonetheless it's signifying that he was he was die he died uh, on or around the same time that he was born so that would put him in march and we'll get to some of those dates here in just a second um Christians uh, who believe that Jesus was conceived around the time of, of Easter counted nine months ahead to identify his birthday. <clears throat> In Rome and Western, so th- they're also saying, obviously, that it's not even that he was born at Easter, but he was conceived. So now if we go with the story of, of uh, Mary just becoming pregnant, um, that would have been around that time. Nine, month, nine months later, would have been, um, Chris, you know, uh, December twenty fifth. Um, <clears throat> in Rome and other Western locales, they calculated Passover in the year that Jesus died, occurring March twenty fifth. In Eastern Christian communities, they use a Greek calendar that placed the same Passover on April sixth. Add nine months to that. And that's how Christianity came up with the two traditional dates for December 25th and January 6th. So why do biblical scholars believe that the true date for Christmas ought to be in September? Well, it comes from a close reading of clues left behind in Luke, particularly what the Gospels author have to say 
about the timing of the birth of John the Baptist in relation to Jesus. Um, Luke's version of the Christmas story doesn't begin with Mary and Joseph, but with another couple, Elizabeth and Zachariah, who were old and childless. Zachariah was a priest in a temple, and one day the angel Gabriel appeared to him in a temple and told Zachariah that his wife would bear a son named John, who would prepare the world for the coming of the Lord. Zechariah doubted Gabriel's message and was struck dumb, but when his service in the temple was over, Zechariah went home, and Elizabeth soon became pregnant. Now, what does this story have to do with Jesus? The angel Gabriel also visited Mary and told her that Mary was going to conceive and give birth to Jesus, the Son of God. Even though she was a virgin, Luke tells us, that this second visitation to Mary happened in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy. With that key fact, it's possible to deduce that Jesus was conceived six months after John was conceived. But that only helps us if we know exactly when John was conceived. And how would we know that? Again, the, um, <clears throat> the Bible provides more clues. Luke tells us that Zechariah belonged to a priestly division of Abijah. Each division of priests took turns performing sacrifices and other services in the temple. In Chronicle in, in 1 Chronicles 24, hold on a second. Oh yeah, that's good. The order of the temple services is laid out by divisions numbering 1 through 24. With Abijah uh, listed as the eighth in the rotation, if each priestly division served for one week, with the first week of the escalation, oh, escalastical calendar landing in late March, that would put Zachariah in the temple early June. Is if if Elizabeth conceived soon after the angel visited Zachariah in the temple, and Mary six months later, it places Jesus' birth in September the following year. The uh, September theory of, of Christmas makes sense for several reasons, including the shepherd idea that we talked about a few minutes ago. Would Luke have placed shepherds in the fields if it was in the middle of the winter? But there are also some holes to this theory. The biggest problem is that each priestly division served more than once a year in the temple. So what if Gabriel appeared to Zechariah during his second stint in the temple in six months? That would place Jesus' birth in March which is distinctly um, a distinct possibility. Thomas Wyman is a professor of classical studies at Brigham Young who has written about the competing theories regarding that the timing of Jesus' birth. He finds that the debate over Jesus' birthday is an intellectual, fascinating, and worthy discussion, but misses the point spiritually. So, I guess the way we can put it is this. Maybe, and just maybe, we're better off leaving it in an open sense. He, um, you know, we've, we've seen early Christian references to Jesus' birth in April and May in addition to December and January. So, basically what it boils down to is we're celebrating an event, not a day. We're celebrating the person. So, 
when this time of year when you're driving around you go through your neighborhood or wherever you'll see a lot of people with signs in their yards right and it's the he's the reason for the season right you'll see that and um you'll see a lot a lot of people like a lot of uh religions you, you'll see a lot of times it use xmas it'll be xmas oh here's xmas over here um and there's a lot of people of, of varying faiths that don't like that and that's when you get they put the Christ back in Christmas. And I think essentially, when it comes down to it, I think this is my personal opinion. Um, after doing some research and looking at stuff and coming up with different things, I think the way it boils down to is this. I think the Romans really skewed the history of the Bible and of Jesus's uh uh, ministry to fit their narrative you know after all they were responsible right so it's hard to trust in my opinion it's hard to trust what they said happened um whether he was born in september or march which seem either of those seem more likely than december just based on the facts of the matter when it comes to the the shepherds and the the flock and so on and so forth but it doesn't matter the question is is why was december 25th picked as the day why isn't it september whatever or march whatever and it's interesting that you look at those two months because march you know obviously march and april march or april i should say are typically when easter falls um, and that's where it lays credence to the whole dies when he was born type thing. But there's a lot of events like there's even stuff that I read that says that September 11th, that some of the events that have happened on September 11th through our history, not just the ones that you might know off the top of your heads, the obvious, obvious ones are a sacrifice to to God which I know it sounds weird but just it's it's weird that those things happen on those fall dates so in essence it doesn't really matter whether it was September March whatever the fact of the matter is that we celebrate him we celebrate his life his his ministry and we shouldn't do that by, I mean, in all honesty, if, how do I want to put this? Okay, so my daughter and her family, they don't celebrate Christmas. They don't celebrate holidays like that because a lot of the pagan rituals that fall in line with why we, or not why, but how we celebrate Christmas, Okay. And, and this is where it gets real weird because, like, you take the Santa Claus reference. Now, you can find evidence that that was based on a, a monk or whatever from Turkey, Nicholas, St. Nicholas, and he gave gifts to the poor kids and da-da-da-da-da. And you can go with that, that, um, that reference. And, and I guess if you do and if you want to you wanna celebrate Santa Claus, you should not celebrate Santa Claus, but maybe St. Nick. Those are kind of two different people where the santa 
Claus celebration aspect of things get kind of wonky is is the letters in the name Santa, right? Obviously, it also spells Satan, not the same way. You just mix it up a little bit. And then you're celebrating a man in red, and you're, and you're begging for toys, and you're begging for gifts, and... And this isn't a show to dismiss the belief in Santa. I think the kids, for example, I'll tell you this. For example, last weekend, we took my grandson to go see Santa Claus at the mall, right? Okay? He's two. Okay? What he doesn't know isn't going to hurt him. If he wants to believe that this old dude sitting in the mall is the one bringing him presents on December when he wakes up Christmas morning, there's nothing wrong with that in my personal opinion um but i just can't get wrap my head around the fact that why we didn't celebrate why this never happened in in september now i can i can't understand march maybe you know because the easter or whatever but when you look at the pagan activities that happened around the December months, not necessarily on the 25th, but anywhere from the 17th to the 28th of December, a lot of your, your, your pagan gods were celebrated and a pagan. Now, a lot of times people don't realize what a pagan is. And you might say pagan, you think it's like a devil worshiper. And that's not necessarily true. A pagan is a person just doesn't believe in Christ. Um, so during this time, this was after Jesus's death. The um, <laughs> it's kind of like a pissing match over whose God was best. I guess you to to make it simple. And um, um, I'm sorry, I was reading something. <laughs> but why couldn't we just let them have their day and us pick a different day? And that's where I think the Romans kind of gotten involved. It seems like. And it's like they 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 didn't really force anybody to celebrate anything. It's like I read a little while ago. There was a very long period of time, even after the first evidence of it even being a holiday wasn't until the third or fourth century. But even then, there's a lot of evidence. Like even in this country, in America, it wasn't even really celebrated as a holiday till the, till the mid 1800s. In some parts of this country, in the early 16 in the 1600s and late. Uh, in the late 1600s and early 1700s, it was illegal to celebrate Christmas. It wasn't until 1836, 7, 8, somewhere around there, that it was even a, made a holiday in this country. So, and it was based around the, the pagan origins of the celebrations. Not necessarily even the day. It was the events surrounding the celebration of Christmas because people got away from celebrating Jesus to celebrating Christmas. Wasn't well, that the same thing? Well, yeah, but a lot of people don't look at it like that. And what makes me most mad and I don't get mad. I don't cuss people out or whatever, but when you go to the store and you, someone says happy holidays. Now I would assume most places most like grocery stores and Walmart or whatever, um, they're probably told, the, the employees or whatever, probably told not to say Merry Christmas because you might offend somebody. But, and I, and I get it, right now it's Hanukkah. 
So if you told a Jewish person Merry Christmas, they might be like Happy Hanukkah. So I get it. You say Happy Holidays and it kind of covers your ass. Okay, I understand that. But back to the whole celebration of Christmas. Um, in those early days, people lost sight and they used pagan um, ideology towards their celebration, like the Christmas tree and mistletoe and lighting the Christmas tree. And then people tried to change it to, oh, well, this is the light of God and this is the 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 evergreen tree is the the soul of God and we're you know but then there's some things that will say okay you're taking a living because you got a thing this is way back in the day okay they didn't have Walmart and artificial trees and and plastic tree stands and whatever right you got to think um, <clears throat> five six seven eight hundred years ago what did they do how did they uh, celebrate how did they put a Christmas tree in their house right okay so you went out in the forest and you cut a live tree down right then you how did you get the tree to stand up in your house you didn't just shove it in the corner lean it up against the wall right you nailed it to a cross now a lot of people sit there and say how's that possible you don't nail it to a cross don just like it sit there on a crucifix you nail the bottom of it to two pieces of wood and it makes a cross now, granted, today in today's world, we don't do that. We have tree stands. We have metal or plastic or if you have a fake tree, whatever the case may be. But this is, I'm talking way back when. And that's how a lot of your your pagan or even satanic rituals, and that's why a lot of these, these things were frowned upon. The celebration of Christmas wasn't to not celebrate Christ's birthday, it was how we were celebrating it. We weren't actually, and even to this day, we don't actually, there's very few of us that actually celebrate his birthday. When in essence, just like Thanksgiving, it shouldn't be about presents and Christmas trees and lights on the house and all that stuff. And I'm I'm not preaching to you because I have a Christmas tree. I have lights outside. That's what my wife likes. And so be it. Okay. Um, but we've gotten to a point where we're trying to get better at not overindulging on Christmas. And, and that's the point. I think what we need to in this country, especially in these times, is we really need to get back to a focus on, on God and Jesus and and being nice to one another. And I talked about this not too long ago. With everything that's going on in this country and in other countries. With the media and, and the governments trying to divide the people. You always got white against black and black against Asian. And gay against straight. And this side against that side. And up against down. And right against left. And when it all boils down to it. That's all wrong. Everything's wrong. The only thing that's right is us coming together. And you never, you have to ask the question. And I don't care what country you live in. You have to ask this question. Because all media is doing it. It's not just American media. It's all media. All governments are doing it. Because if you believe that they want to rule over all. Now, whoever they is, whether they is just a conglomerate of, of evil bastards. Or if it's Lucifer himself. Okay. You 
the best way to win if you're those people is to have a divided people, whatever country you're in. And, and it's, and I get it. I get it. It's hard to sit there and say, love thy neighbor. I understand because the problem is, is even though you could have good in your heart and want to believe that, okay, what Don's saying is right. We've got to get better. We've got to come and come together right now. Um, no, Beatles. Um, not everybody feels that way. And, and it's, how can, how can I or anyone else, I can get on here and do a show seven days a week. And even grow in popularity. And I've got other podcasts that are bigger than mine starting to recognize. They're starting to retweet my stuff. They're starting to like my posts. And I appreciate the hell out of that. Now, if they just have me on the show, it'd be great. No. But even if we all came together, all, all of us podcasters, and these are guys, I'm not talking like I'm talking to Joe Rogan. I get that. But these guys are bigger than me. But... We all have to come together. And it doesn't matter what your religion is. You can be Christian. You can be Muslim. You can be you can be atheist. Because it's not about that. It's about us. You can believe in whatever you want to believe in. But believe you me. When the shit hits the fan. <laughs> your God. Their God. No God. It's not going to matter. You might get saved and be able to go to to heaven or you know whatever your religion believes in. But wouldn't you rather live? So Christians the world over celebrate Christmas in honor of the birth of Jesus Christ in Bethlehem. Various Christmas traditions have been associated with the celebration of Christmas. And different cultures celebrate different ways. The unifying factor is the historical fact that Jesus was actually born in 5 BC. The angel appeared to the shepherds the night Jesus' birth said, I bring you good news that will cause a great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, he is the, Messiah the Lord. That's from Luke 2.10.11. We celebrate Christmas because, as the angel said, the birth of Jesus Christ is good news. Good news is meant to be celebrated. In fact, the angel said that the news of Jesus' birth would cause great joy and would be for all the people. The joyful celebration would be universal. People around the globe would be glad for this occasion. We celebrate Christmas because, as the angel said, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. The three titles the angel applies to Jesus are important. Jesus is the Savior who delivers us from sin and death. He is the human Messiah or Christ who fulfills the law of the prophets, showing that God is faithful and he is the divine Lord who has entered our world, the Almighty, and has taken on human flesh. God and man have been fused together in an indivisible eternal band or bond I should say God is truly with us in celebrating Christmas we celebrate the Savior because we needed deliverance we celebrate the Christ in whom all of God's promises are yes and amen 
we celebrate the Lord who in humility took on the very nature of a servant for our sakes. We celebrate Christmas with giving, with gift giving because of the indescribable gift that God gave to us. We celebrate Christmas by stringing lights because the light of the world has come to us. We celebrate Christmas with carols and choirs because they are expressive of joy and following the examples of Mary and Zachariah and Simon and the angels, all of whom extolled the, uh, the Lord in poetry. We celebrate Christmas by decorating evergreen trees with stars and angels and tinsels because of the eternal life Jesus brings. The stars and angels and beauty were all associated with Jesus' birth. In celebrating Christmas, we celebrate the love and consciousness, consciousness of God. In Texas, in 1987, a toddler by the name of Jessica McClure fell into an 8-inch well casting. Down she went, becoming stuck 22 feet below ground. Once people believe, uh, discovered that baby Jessica was in the well, they took immediate action. They didn't tell her to find a way to climb back up. They didn't just shout happy thoughts to encourage her. No, they went down to where she was and got her. They did whatever it took. Rescuers worked nonstop for 58 hours to free her. In the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve fell in love. Down they went, dragging all humanity with them into the darkness and death of sin. And what did God do? He did not tell us to find our own way out of the mess we were in. He did more than shout down happy thoughts to us from heaven. No, he came down to where we were and got us. That's, why, that's what Christmas is all about. God's coming down to rescue us, to do whatever it took to deliver us from sure death. When even one person is in a life-threatening situation, we understand what has to be done. When God looked down at our sinful planet, he saw a whole world of people in mortal danger. We celebrate Christmas because it was at Christmas time that the rescuer of all mankind came to us from the hopeless situation we were in. God did not stay in heaven. He came down to where we are. And that's what I think is important to why we do what we do. We can sit here and talk about pagan rituals and we can talk about all this stuff and I can make connections and I think we can come to a conclusion that bad people do bad things. Um, if <laughs> 18 or whatever, 100 years ago, the Romans decided to do to celebrate Christ's birth in December because um, the the pagan ritual was to celebrate the sun god Saturnalia Sol Invictus, and and the Romans said, "Screw that! We're going to do this because uh, just to piss y'all off." You know what? It doesn't really matter as long as we're not celebrating that god. Oh, man. Talking. Talking really dries out the throat. And I think that's important because a lot of people make that confusion conclusion. That because we celebrate on that day, we're celebrating a pagan god. And and I, I understand what you're saying. 
But if we're not celebrating that God, if we're celebrating Christmas in the name of Jesus Christ and not Sol Invictus, then we're not celebrating that person's day. We're celebrating Jesus's day. Um, is it wrong for children to believe in Santa? I don't think so. I think it's it's the innocence of a child to believe in something. And I think it's important for children to believe in something. Um, I think it's fine to have a Christmas tree up. I understand back 12, 1500 years ago, the whole point of, of not wanting to do the Christmas tree on the basis of the live living evergreen representing Jesus. But now we're nailing it to a cross. I get that. But if you look at it as the evergreen and the living thing, um, and you're light, you know, you're lighting it up in Jesus's name, that Jesus brought us the light, then that's fine. If that's what you believe, if you believe that and that's your celebration, there's nothing wrong with that. What we need to do all around the world is quit focusing so much on Christmas being a holiday of buying shit. Now, I know if you work in retail or you have family or whatever, and that's their main goal. But we need to get away from that. For the, for the most part, I mean, buying a gift and showing appreciation for the ones you love is not a problem. But worshiping those things are. I just hope I get everything I asked for for Christmas. That's all I know. No, I'm joking. I don't even ask for anything for Christmas. What do you want for Christmas? I don't care, babe. Whatever. I, I really don't care. I don't need anything. You know, whatever. You know, and, and my wife feels guilty. Oh, I got to get you something. And then I ask her, well, what do you want? I don't know. I don't really need anything. Okay, cool. So, you, <laughs> you know, and we just got each other one thing and that's that. So, and that's fine because it's not about that. It's about our love for each other, our love for God, and our love for Jesus. And that's what it needs to be about. And like I said a little bit ago, we all need to quit fighting over stupid stuff and realize that our our real enemy is 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 Satan, is Lucifer. And in my personal opinion, I think Lucifer Satan, whatever you want to call uh, the god of the underworld, or in in some retrospects you could say the the Lord of Earth that's controlling our quote unquote leaders. We need God back in leadership in all the countries, not just in this country. We don't need a pretend president that pretends to love God or love Jesus. So, that person's me. I'm running 2024. Here we go. Bring me in. Bring me in. No, I'm joking. But seriously, we've got to under, understand who the real enemy is. And in this country, if 330 million of us would finally get our heads out of our asses and come to realize who the enemy really is, we would be the strongest country on the face of the earth. 
But I encourage everyone that listens to this, no matter what country you're in, to do the same thing. And I know it's hard. Trust me. I am not preaching to you. If anything, if anything, when I talk about these types of things, uh, guys, it, really, I'm talking to myself. And I'm being honest with you because if you know me, you know this. But if you don't know me, you don't know this. And I might sound like a nice guy, but I'm really not. Okay? I, I, you know, I'm nice to you if you're nice to me. But if you're not, fuck, you know, I probably shouldn't be cussing, talking about God and Jesus and everything, but you know what I'm saying. And uh, that's just how it is. And I shouldn't be like that, but you shouldn't be like that either. Oh, you should rise above that. I get it. I get it. And I understand. But you know how hard it is to be a 50-year-old man living in this country full of people that don't give a crap? How it, How hard it is for you to give a crap so you guys can identify so do me a favor today is december 14th we have what 11 days right christmas is a week from monday do me a favor share this with your friends share this with people that need to hear this share this on your social media profiles share this on twitter on facebook whatever you're on share this show um, and, and let's start celebrating Christmas for what it's really about. And it doesn't matter that it's December 25th or September 20th or March 25th. <laughs> like, like I said earlier, it should be every day. It's not about putting the Christmas tree up or putting the lights up. It's about celebrating Jesus period. So let's do that. And let's, uh, let's have a very very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I will talk to you again next year. I'm taking the rest of the month. No, I'm joking. I will be back Sunday. <laughs> so no fear. I will be here Sunday. And uh, I wanted to get this show done early enough before Christmas. I didn't want this to be like Christmas Day show because I'll get like two downloads. This way I'll get at least six. And <laughs> But uh, joking. But yeah. Give you something to listen to in the last couple of days of this week. And if you have to work next week, you know. Anyway, I'll be here next week. I'll be here Sunday and then Tuesday and then Thursday. And then we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about and, and we'll have fun. And uh, don't forget, guys, check out the social media. Uh, don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, uh, True Social, and the Ticker Talker. We're on TikTok right now. I am. I just posted the day number two of the 12 days. Uh, tw- I'm sorry. Day number two of the 12 drinks of Christmas. So check us out there. I'm making some very interesting drinks. I got two in the hopper. I got more to come. So follow me there at on TikTok if you're on there at Don't Tread on America. If you're not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at don'ttreadonamerica.com. And from all of those situations, you can get in touch with me if you'd like to. And please guys, you have a little bit of time left. You can visit the Detom store. If you get some order pie this weekend, you probably still get it before Christmas. So check that out. And uh, help the show, help me, help, just please help. No. Um, and other than that, guys, you have a fantastic weekend, and I will be back here on Sunday. And uh, other than that, you have a great day, and uh, peace out.